Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Danny and Dusty. God's name is going on in here. What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. The fan. All right, hour number two. Danny and Dusty with you. Thank you for being a part of our day and letting us be a part of yours. Uh, we have got a lot that we got to get to this hour, including um, something that I just can't understand. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. It's grinding my gears, and it's uh, of the college football ilk. We'll get to that uh, coming up. But right now, we got a ton of meat left on the bone. Uh, let's talk a little NFL, shall we? Let's do it. We need to put a bow, uh, maybe double knot, finish off the Packers and Detroit Lions because there's two things that I want to discuss. I know there's others that you want to get into about that. Uh, Lions and Packers game mm-hmm. from Sunday Night Football. But um, one thing that truly is incredible to me, we didn't talk about Quay Walker's ejection. Whoa. Uh, the linebacker the linebacker for the uh, Green Bay Packers was ejected as there was an injured Lion on the field and he shoved a trainer! Why? Well, apparently the trainer like kind of bumped him out of the way because injured player got to do my job. Getting in to do my job, and he he goes and two hand shoves him in the back. The lack of awareness here, folks, of all things, shoving a trainer this week or a doctor or any medical personnel of any week. This is the week. Bad idea. Are you kidding me? No. Are you like? What are we doing here? Oh my gosh! And that's not even like so. That was that blew me away. And here is something that you may not know: uh, Quay Walker ejected in an earlier game this season. That was his second ejection of the season. There were only fourteen ejections all season long in the NFL. You guys want to take a guess on? When the last time a player was ejected from two games in one NFL season? Oh, God. I'm going to guess Vontez Perfect. 
No, Vontez Perfect didn't even get ejected in two times wow. in one season. It's something insane. It's probably a Raider from like 1976. No, it's not that far. No, but when you when you put it in these contexts, it was uh, 29 years ago. It was Taiji Armstrong for the 1994 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. 1994 was the last time an NFL a player creamsicle was Bucks twice. player got tossed twice. Isn't that crazy? Yeesh. And then I I don't know. I just I didn't even know this until yesterday. Uh, I saw the I saw the, the social media buzz about it mm-hmm. after our show got over. I was like, wait, this happened? Did you see that they, the uh, Steelers Browns sack celebration? No. So, I, I and I have no idea what happened and what the thought of this was, but there was a sack, and I think it was Alex Highsmith, and he looked surprised by it, and like it was like, what is happening here? But he he sacked somebody, and he was laying on the ground, and somebody came up and like did the CPR chest compression sack celebration. No. Yeah. Speaking of things not to do this week, of all weeks. My God. Yeah. And he was like, wait. Proof. Like, he was like, no, no. Just, yeah, you can go and you can search on Twitter. Yeah. I just Proof that, you, that the kids are dumb. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I, no, 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 no. And he said, the, I do just pull this up. He said he never, ever, ever intentionally would mock a med- that medical condition. And he was... A little bit surprised by it, um, and, and Demarvin Leal is the guy who did the mock chess. And he probably wasn't even thinking about no. what just happened. No. Oh my god. No. Um, as as much as I want to talk about Detroit and Seattle, we can kind of get to that stuff a little bit later. I've got some end of year stuff. Oh, okay. 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 I, well, I, can I? Yeah. Okay. Go. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought you had something else on the Packers and Lions game, though. Well, you, you know. know I, I was going to say just how how dominant Aiden Hutchinson was against the Packers in that game, and he is he was in in this season. There has been a lot of discussion about how good he was or wasn't going to be because he started out slow and then came on and then kind of faded a little bit. But man, did he close the season! He closed it with like interceptions, sacks, tackles for a lot. He was sideline to sideline, man. He lived up to that hype after he got comfortable and give that defensive staff Aaron Glenn. In uh, what Dan Campbell's got going, man, he he has done a f- phenomenal job, a phenomenal job with that team. Uh, and Aiden Hutchinson, man, they've unlocked him a little bit. That that was really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah, no, he was what tremendous you? this year. Do you know what he finished with with this year? His no. his line? No, he had thirty four tackles, yeah, nine and a half sacks, two fumble recoveries, three interceptions, oh. and three pass breakups pretty good that's a hell of a rookie season man oh man yeah he was all over the place that's that's being everywhere that is i hate saying this because i hate comparing guys to hall of famers Mm -hmm. but that's a jj watt kind of impact you know knocking down passes getting in passing lanes being an absolute monster pass rusher being a guy who can be in a little bit of space and make those reads if he ends up being that kind of guy, which he does kind of have those 
When you start like looking at him, like his size, his speed, his strength, he can hit you with the speed. He can hit you with the strength. He can he can read when he's not going to get there and get in, get his hands up. Yep. That's the that's a hell of a player for the Lions to have. Oh, absolutely. My goodness. Absolutely. And I have one last thing. I think it needs to be acknowledged and celebrated. That hook and ladder that the ah, Lions yes. ran. Not there's not enough being made of the design of that play in what they asked Penny Sewell to do. Because what they asked Penny Sewell to do from his right tackle position is they ran such a quick screen, Goff didn't even get his hand, his feet set. He just got the ball in his hands and he just flipped it right yeah. out to the wide receiver. And the one thing that Sewell had to do is get out of his break, clear three to five yards to go and get the first block, which allowed the receiver to even pitch the ball. Then, after Sewell gets that chip, get down. That is such a hard block to do and then get your eyes upfield mm-hmm. because he had to make the one block to spring it and he pirouetted. He did like a spin mm-hmm. and then just flattened a dude and mowed him over which allowed them to pick up the first down. It was incredible. And that's what makes Benet Sewell so, so incredible is his elite level athleticism at his size. That is, like, that is nuts to think about. Like They're like, hey, it's second down. What are we going to do? Well, let's run a hook and ladder behind the line of scrimmage. And, oh, by the way, we're going to ask our right tackle to make two impossible blocks. Done. And they did it. You know, when I see a play like that, again, Ballsy. calling back to Hall of Famers, you know what, you know who I think of? Hmm. The bigger, better, most dominant dude ever, Larry Allen. Yeah. Well, getting well. getting out in space and be, doing stuff at that size no human has any business doing. Penne Sewell runs like a deer. Yes. Uh, he caught a touchdown this year, too. Uh, speaking of ducks, he's he reminds me of Haloti Nada, a guy who you just look at as just a, this massive human being, yet nimble as can be. You just sit there and you go, oh, that's right, Polly guys. So you, 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 you have something in your genes that makes you just preternaturally disgusting and massive and Impossible. still on your toes like... A five foot ten guy. Okay, uh, end of year stuff. You said you got end of year. Yeah, stuff. I do have end of year stuff that mind blowing. When you're talking about like PFF rankings, getting in some of the, some of the oh, analytics. Let's get nerdy. Who is the highest graded cornerback of the season? Uh, ooh, I don't even quarterback know. Corner. corner corner. I don't even know where to see. Sauce Gardner. <laughs> oh, Sauce finished number yeah. one overall. Rookie number two, second year player Patrick Sertan. Wow. That's good. I mean, goodness. You do not see guys come out. The, the last time we had guys like this, you're talking about Revis. You're talking about Woodson. Rookies, second-year guys, do not have impacts like this. Hey, and the Jets know how to waste a good young corner. <laughs> They're familiar with this territory. But mm. what's incredible here is, at number six on this list, the washed Patrick Peterson. Uh, and that I was going to go with Patrick Peterson because he's played actually really damn well mm-hmm. for the Vikings. He's been incredible. He finished number six in their overall grade. Total list, Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Traverius Ward, Tyson Campbell, Peterson, and Jair Alexander. Those are your top-graded corners this year in the NFL per PFF. Wait, so how many of them are in the playoffs? One? Uh, let's see. Patrick Peterson. Two? Two? Three? Three. Of, of the five? Yeah. Ward, Campbell, and Peterson. Well, oh, Niners, Jags, Vikings. Man. 
that in the the 49ers, they got some questions, man, with D'Amador Lenore in that secondary mm-hmm. is good. They've got a bow up if they're going to make that that suit, that title run. Um, that'll be really interesting uh, to see. Um, OK, we've got uh, we're, it's one thirteen right now. We got to take a little brace keys here, but I've got a question for everybody out there. What happens if Aaron Rodgers does retire to the hierarchy in the NFL of the quarterbacks? Danny and Dusty on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You ready, Mace? Danny and Dusty on the fan. There is a a lot of speculation of Aaron Rodgers now retiring. Um, Same as last year, but it's highlighted by his vagueness and his... uh, cutesy little well i don't know what what, what's going to happen at the end of this year my hope is to be the quarterback of the packers next year he did that leading up to the uh lions game and then afterwards with the jameson williams uh comment of i'm going to hold on to this jersey um and he tried to spin it as it's a special one because it's a a thursday uh, sunday night football game and he's like you want to keep the special ones we made that game special. You got eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, that's super weird. And he didn't look great. No, no, no. Hmm. So, like, he's like, you know, when you when you send it off and it's a it's a gift to somebody, and you're like, uh, yeah, what are you gonna say with that one? Like, is the note, hey, dear family member, 
here's this jersey from Sunday Night Football at Lambeau when we lost to the Lions, and I got eliminated from from the playoffs. Or is the special part of it? It's the last jersey I ever wore. In my final throw of the game was an interception. Like nobody wants that. No, but if it's special one, but if it's the last jersey he ever wore as a Packer, then it becomes. Infinitely more important. Yes, it does. Um, but if Aaron Rodgers is retired to retire, I was thinking about this on the car ride in today. If Aaron Rodgers retires, who is the next longest tenured quarterback at any given franchise, right? Like one franchise going in all the way through. Because there's a lot of quarterbacks that have been in the league for a while. But if you have Rodgers gone from Green Bay, and whether he retires or he's on another new team, he's been the starting quarterback there since 2008. 2008! Let's, let's, put this, let's math this real quick. 15 years, man. Shaden Sharp was four and a half years old. Sure. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Lamar Jackson was 10. Yeah. The... The old guard, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, hell, Matt Stafford moving from Detroit to L.A., uh, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, like the golden era of quarterbacks. Tom Brady spent 20 years in New England. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah, yeah, they are. And Aaron's the, the Aaron's literally the last. Well, I mean, Brady's there, but. It's incredible to think about, though, be, with one team, and this is it is that it was always you hold on to your franchise quarterback for as long as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, hell, even Russell Wilson. Wilson, Seattle. Rivers. Those guys were there for a really long time. And when I went to look it up, it would, I, we may lose the top two because the second longest tenured quarterback, Mr. Carr, is Derek Carr in Vegas, and he was 2014, mm-hmm. okay? Which doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but that it's was nine years ago, nine years ago now. Um, and that's a that's a good long run. But and they just Vegas, gave him an extension because he was supposed to be their franchise quarterback. Guy. This is what was crazy to me, though. Once you get past Derek Carr, and if Vegas is done with Derek Carr, we have a whole other can of worms. The longest tenured quarterback at any single franchise is Dak Prescott. Dakota Prescott. Dak friggin' Prescott has been in Dallas since 2016. That would be the longest tenured quarterback at any single franchise. 2016 sounds like yesterday and 20 years ago at the same time. Doesn't it? It's super weird. Yeah. And what's even crazier is that, you know, there's there's a stat rolling around that Patrick Mahomes is the oldest quarterback in the AFC. (laughs) How old is he? Uh, He's 27. Ah, he is also the he would be the second longest tenured, tenured quarterback, yep. and he because he's been in in uh, Kansas City since 2017. Mm-hmm. But this is where it gets really squirrely for us all, is that if you look at one, so we're now Dak Prescott would be number one if if Rodgers and Carr are no longer with yep. the Packers and, and the the Raiders. Prescott's one, Mahomes is two, number three absolutely blew my mind. Josh Allen in Buffalo. Uh-huh. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore mm-hmm. and Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I you could have told me that Kirk Cousins got to Minnesota this year and I would have believed you. Right? Like it does not feel like he has been in Minnesota for four years. There is such a, like a dramatic turnover that we're seeing, and, and you mentioned it. This truly is it's the old guard is is gone. Mm-hmm. 
And what we're seeing in the NFL now is, one, a willingness to admit that a franchise has made a wrong choice at the quarterback position and move on from it instead of just ramming your head into a wall and go over and over and over again. You know, one-and-done coaches are common. We've seen one-and-done quarterbacks where teams are drafting quarterbacks one right after another, Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray, you know, and the Arizona Cardinals went two years in a row, first pick, quarterback. They want to get it right. They're moving on from quarterbacks faster than, by the way, uh, Kyler Murray, 2019. Yeah, he he's he's in that top 10. He's in that top 10 of longest tenure quarterbacks. It's only 2010. What's funny it's is not all, very all of these guys are on their rookie, 2019, scale, rather. rookie scale deals or in year one of their extensions. Yeah. And so you have teams willing to move on from a quarterback. And then you also have franchise quarterbacks that are actually moving destinations, which is something we never saw. Like Seattle is willing to say, Hey Russ, we'll let your ass cook somewhere else. You can find another kitchen, bud. Matthew Stafford goes from Detroit to LA. Like we, we don't see quarterback. You don't see quarterbacks move very often. And we're seeing that movement. If we see Carr move on this year, Rogers is going to be incredibly tough. Because Aaron Rodgers, he's good. This is the first year of his contract extension, really kicking in and ramping up for Green Bay. If he were to be traded uh, pre June first, it would be a forty million dollar cap hit to the Packers. Okay, mm-hmm. if he was post June one, it would only be a sixteen million dollar cap hit this year, but a twenty five million dollar cap hit next year. So. Like the Packers moving him, no matter which way you slice it, they're going to be hitting get hit in the pocketbook for forty million dollars trading Aaron Rodgers. So the only answer is that he get, he get, retires for a season and then comes back maybe the next year because there's an out in twenty twenty four of his deal. Hmm. So like that is the contract is very hard to get out of and wiggle room with it uh, with with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. But if he just retires and then Derek Carr gets moved, this is we're in a, a brave new world where Dak Prescott is the elder statesman. And nothing about that feels real. No. No. I don't, I don't know if it's just me getting older, but I'll, Dak still feels like a kid. Yeah. Mahomes still feels like a kid. Yeah. Josh Allen still feels like a kid. Lamar still feels like Lamar Jackson and Stetson Bennett are the same age. I know that is still wild. That is still ridiculous. The guy that won the national championship back to back is the same age as a quarterback that won an MVP two years ago. Yeah, I know that's wild. Huh? That's wild to think about. And he could be off this list too. And as his texture points out, Jimmy G has been with the Niners since 2017, but he's probably gone. I didn't even put him on the list because of that Um, with him likely on the move yet again. But, that just goes Hell, to show. We don't even know what quarterback's going to end up be the day one starter next year. Oh god. I I, I what do you do? Like you this is the best problem to have if you're the Niners where well, you yes have two no. quarterbacks on rookie deals but you sit there and you go which one? The one that can throw the ball or the one that can't? Because the one that can't you gave up three first round draft picks for. See, I don't we don't know enough about him yet. We don't know nearly enough about Trey Lance yet. I'm just saying one quarterback put you put in there who can throw the ball from day one? Has been throwing the ball since day one. I know. They're different styles of quarterback, <laughs> though. And some guys it just takes a little bit more time. 
people were saying that about Josh Allen. I'm, he can throw the ball far, but he can't. Okay. Doesn't know where he's throwing it. That but, was three. It was year three before sp- Allen. Speaking of wow. some guys, just take more time. Uh, quarterbacks to throw for four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns this season: Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, and Geno Smith. Hey, oh, look at that. You can't build your team by exceptions to the rule. (laughs) Can't do it. If you do, you're going to get fired. Yeah, well, I don't think they're getting fired at all in San Francisco. No. They do a pretty damn good job. Well, it's because they did a a great job everywhere else. This is going to be a year, though, where that old guard is out. But think of it. Think of this. If you have got the young quarterback crew that we have, think of this. The elder statesman will be the two guys that are elder statesmen are Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes. Prescott, no idea what Dallas is going to do, but Jerry Jones is going to hang on for him forever. Yeah, speaking of money committed. We're going to look at this in 10 years, and we're going to say Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. Herbert. Those are going to be the guys that in this next wave, this is like a weird transition year that we are in. It's going to be a five-year window where these guys build their yep. their Hall of Fame candidacies. And then we look at it and we say, we remember doing this. Like, we're going to start entering this. We're in the golden age. We're in that golden era of quarterbacks that we had. And we've always had these golden ages of quarterbacks. We, we've always gone through having, oh, my gosh, look at We've got... In the 80s, it was you got Marino and Montana and you, Sison. You've got the 90s where you've got Young and Aikman, and then we had the 2000s where and Marino overlapped in all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have the 2000s where you have Brady, Manning, Breeze. Like we always have these groups of quarterbacks, but there is a small transition window. Mm-hmm where you've got to build it up, and we're in that right now in the yeah. NFL. It's it's wild to think about. And we talk about how the NFL's in good hands because you do have, uh, again, PFF, and I, we'll, we'll start getting the awards as, as the postseason here starts to unroll. Uh, the All-Pros are gonna, gonna, will get announced. Yep. And the All-Pro list is going to feature, the quarterback list is going to be Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. Yeah. That's going to be, those are going to be your All-Pro quarterbacks this year. Which can speaking of all pro that reminded me do you see the stetson bennett uh, nugget at the end of last night's national championship game no he is not eligible for the college football hall of fame because of how many years he played nope he was never named a first team all american so he will not be allowed to enter the college football hall of fame <laughs> the guy won <laughs> Three two, national, three, three. He won two a, a starter. Ju- he won a junior college national title oh. as the starter. Then he, because this is the college football hall of fame. Yeah, you're right. It all counts. He won a junior college national title, and then two college football playoff titles while being the MVP of both title games. Four MVPs. Four. Four. Play, four. Yeah. Four, four offensive player of the games in his college football playoff career. In, in four college football playoff games, he was the most valuable player in all of them. <laughs> He won two titles at Georgia, one at Jones Community College, and he will not be eligible to be inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That's crazy. What that just that seems is like, absolutely crazy to me. That just seems like kind of an arbitrary rule, like unnecessary to have to, to have in there. So because Caleb Williams is going to win first team All American, Stetson Bennett is not going to be in the College Football Hall of Fame. 
Uh, that's right. Yep, you got that's that correct. Insane. You got that correct. Which also m- m- think about the bar that it takes to get into the College Football Hall of Fame. I mean, that's incredible. Like we just were talking about Lamichael James yesterday. It- it's it's nuts to think that that's where the rarefied air you have to be in, and. Stetson Bennett won't touch it because of that rule. <laughs> Wild. Crazy. Wild Dumb. to me. Yep. All right. 503-250-1080. Um, we got to get to our worst day on the web. I, These people, man. These people that are, are going on the internet and saying this particular thing blows my mind. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps. Two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Oh, really? All right, worst day on the web today. <laughs> this blows my mind. Uh, and it's not that this exists on the internet, because uh, internet where stupid lives. <laughs> what bothers me about this is that people agree with the takes of the this stupid southern gentleman here wearing a Mississippi State hat. As he was watching the national title game last night. On the college football playoff committee, congratulations. You need to pat yourself on the back because you have screwed every college football fan in this country tonight. That's what you have done. You have done that. The, the, look at this right here, 45 to 7. Okay? And look at this. They just man, Luckily, he dropped the ball. What 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 is this? What is this? What have you given us? This is a national championship game. That's what this is. It is forty-five to seven. You thought TCU belonged in this game? What was the qualifications, College Football Playoff Committee? What was their qualifications? Getting beat by Kansas State. That qualifies you for this game. The biggest game in the year. The game that every college football fan, no matter what team they pull for, looks forward to. And this is the garbage that you gave us. Pathetic. You are pathetic. 
is a disaster. This is a barn fire. And every one of you, not one of you deserves to be on that committee if this is what you think college football is supposed to look like. You owe us all an apology. Every one of you that's on that committee that pulled some crap like this deserves us all an apology. And I want it. This better not ever happen again. This committee needs to be redone, got done away with, whatever you want to call it. This is garbage. <laughs> Uh, oh, Mississippi State fan. Now, if he's this mad about uh, the college football national championship game, I cringe to think of what he goes through during a Mississippi State football season because, by golly, that was something. Do you think he had to take time off from, uh, I, know, I can't say that on air, to do this? I have no idea where you're going with that, <laughs> but it's probably good that you stopped yourself. Here's the deal, though. Uh, this guy getting upset. The internet is 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 full of uh, stupidity. This is bad. This is very really bad. bad. He's he is wrong. And if if you think that he is correct, you also are are wrong. Because here is what happened: the college football playoff committee, uh, they took the seeds and they put them one through four. Mm-hmm. You know how that happened? Yeah. And there were two teams that had one loss this season, mm-hmm. and they were Ohio State and they were TCU. Mm-hmm. And everything that they looked at said these these two teams are really good. He's mad because they lost at Kansas the, to Kansas State. Mm-hmm. So what the committee did is they said, you know what? We have two teams that are undefeated. It's Georgia and Michigan. Let's put them on opposite sides of the bracket because they are they are undefeated. We are going to put them on opposite sides of the bracket. Okay. Then they said we're going to take these two one loss teams. Uh, at TCU in Ohio State, and mm-hmm. we're not going to put Ohio State against Michigan. Because we've seen that because, because Michigan that. beat the crap out of Ohio State. Absolutely bludgeoned them. <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing that happened. Ten days ago, they played those games in the semifinals. Ah, right, 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 right. The committee didn't say, TCU, you know what? We're going to grenade launch you right into the championship game like the BCS used to do. No. No. They said, we're going to do a playoff. Mm. And what happened is that uh, the Ohio State team that got beat by multiple scores by Michigan, Mm -hmm. they lost a very close game to uh, uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. In fact, as the clock struck midnight on the East Coast, they were were still right there. A field goal missed horrifically (laughs) that would have won them the game. Okay. On but... the other side of things, <laughs> that other undefeated team in the country, mm-hmm. okay, TCU jumped on them and got an 18-point lead. Did they white-knuckle it to the end? Absolutely mm-hmm. they did. But you know what? They beat that other undefeated team. Mm-hmm. Transitive property, the team that beat the crap out of Ohio State lost to the TCU team. This is unbelievable that people are like, yep, he's right. They, TCU won a semifinal game. Did we forget what happened 10 yeah. days ago? Yes. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, my goodness. That in, ran... what, in what was one of the greatest college football games we've ever seen. Yeah. And you know what? The semifinals were fantastic. Everybody's my... like, yeah, this is great. That's what Everybody keeps looking at the title game hmm. as that that was all that was there. Yeah. The week before, we had 
maybe two of the best college football games we have ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And this is... Uh, Honestly, those two games, those rival USC-Texas for me. Here is... Oh, I... Yeah. The, here's where I go on this. 65-7 to 7 was a colossal beatdown. It, it was not fair. It was not good. You have done that. Um, you, you have done that. <laughs> you, you have done that. This is your fault. All-time rant. Okay? Here is the other problem that I have with it. 65-7 was bad. Do we not f- remember 44-16, uh, Clemson beating Alabama? How about 42-20? to where the Oregon-Ohio State national title game was kind of close, mm-hmm. uh, and then they blew them away. LSU beat Clemson 42-25. to There was a no doubt in that yeah, game. Yeah, it was not a close game. Okay. Alabama beat Ohio State 52-24. to Yeah, that was not a – didn't Ohio State tack on 10 points there when Alabama pulled everybody? So the average margin of victory in the college football playoff championship game is 20 points. It has not been close. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've had some great games. That Alabama-Georgia game, yeah. oh, that was awesome. The ones that have, I'd say, in oh. general, they have not been close, no, though. No, we have had Throttlings. Just, we've had just as many blowouts as we've had close games. This is not new. And here's what happens is there's a war of attrition that happens over the course of a football season. And this is what is very exciting about the 12-team expansion. But also... It opens up those opportunities. There is going to be upsets that happen yes. in week one that when they move on, you're going to get some doors being blown mm-hmm. off of teams. Look, remember, Georgia's first title uh, came about because Alabama's wide receivers fell off the face of the earth. They uh, all got injured. It was, thank you sir from Mississippi, for making that video and making me laugh. That was so good. That was so, as this texture points out, it has some Mike Gundy in it. You know, it has a little bit of the, uh, <laughs> that dude sounded like a mix of Will Ferrell and Mike Gundy. Yeah. we got to keep our composure. <laughs> but to, to people are like, he's not wrong. He's absolutely wrong because they won a semi, TCU won a semifinal game against an undefeated Michigan team, and they beat them. And they earned that spot there. Yes, they lost to Kansas State. They absolutely did. They lost to Kansas State. But you know what? S happens. They won their semifinal game. They got to this point, and TCU got the doors blown off them. And I don't care who they put on the field against that Georgia team last night. They were going to get the doors blown off them, too. Georgia, yeah, no, that was a Georgia was just, beating anybody. It was there. Can I also have something happen? Uh, can I please get the the takes of the Houston Texans would lose to this Georgia team off? <laughs> that wouldn't happen either. No, <laughs> that is also a non-starter. Here. No, the the roster full of NFL <laughs> players would beat the living hell out of the roster that has ten NFL players on it. Yeah, I I had that I had that uh had that conversation with with my son last night. We were we were talking about it and he's like he's like dad, you think Georgia could beat uh, the, he he likes to go with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I was like no. No, but No, the team with the 28-year-old men. And then he dropped the what about the Chargers? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Not going to beat them either, buddy. The he Texans? Like, right. no. 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 
as yeah. funny as it would be. No. No. The greatest college football team of all time is not beating the worst NFL team Dude, of all time. Dude, this Georgia team is pretty damn special, though. Yes, they are. Oh. Absolutely. But we're also, with the exception of, of uh, Stetson Bennett being 25 years old, you're talking about <laughs> 19 to 22-year-old kids who physically... You Could you imagine Aaron Donald against a college offensive line? Yeah. That, that he would uh, murder somebody. I mean, first the lineman, then the quarterback. <laughs> Stetson Bennett's life would cease to exist. Oh, man. It really, it, that's a great rant, though. That's an all-timer. Uh, we need several drops out of that. Yes. Uh, like you did this to us, college football is also a good one. <laughs> that guy. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, uh, quite the rant there. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, there are people that are saying Bama lost two games by a total of five points. I don't care. Um, they lost two games, and that's the hard part about college football right now. 12-team playoff, guess what? They'll be in. They'll be in. They will be in that game. So they lost two games. TCU lost one game, and it was in a conference title game. And that you're going to say that that's justification for holding them out because – I, I mean, I, I don't. Can't TCU lost one game by three points, not two games by five. They lost one game by mm-hmm. three points, and that was the Big Twelve Championship heading into this. They deserve to be there. They deserve to be in the national title game. Let's not forget, Georgia was a possession away from losing to Missouri. Yeah. Stuff happens in the course of 13 weeks of college football. Stuff does happen. And And, and TCU's resume stood up. It stood up so much so that they punched Michigan in the face, a Michigan team that mauled Ohio State in the trenches, and Ohio State was able to keep pace with Georgia. Right. Uh, And guess what? Alabama's still really good at football. <laughs> we still forget that because Alabama wasn't there because of two losses, that, yeah, they, they, while we were talking about this. All of these things can be true. They, they ran on ESPN just like the last like 10 seasons. At Hilariously, Alabama was one of them. Colorado was the other. And do you know how many losses Alabama has in the last 10 seasons combined? How many? 14. I was literally counting when you when you were playing the video. Uh, I was counting how many losses they had. The most incredible. most losses they've had in the season is two. That's incredible. They have fourteen losses in the last ten years. Yep, less than one and a half losses per year. And we're out here talking about just the stupidity of some bleepity bleep. Yeah, because his Monday night was ruined because you know <laughs> reasons. Imagine getting that emotionally invested. In a game where you have no dog in the fight. He's a Mississippi State fan. He's never going to have a dog in that fight. <laughs> it just means more. It does. It does. He ruined Aren't it. you supposed to hate Georgia? Is that is that You know what? That's what this is. Is that he was hoping TCU was going to humble Georgia just like Georgia had humbled Alabama. It's like, you did this to yeah. me. It's, it's, it's a transitive property. That's what you're really hoping for. You're not me. hoping for somebody else's success, but somebody else's downfall. <clears throat> Oh, man. Which, I mean, as King Petty, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I, I'm here for it all. I'm here for it all. All right, uh, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Um, okay, he, he, this has popped up to the Michigan State, or uh, Michigan State, Mississippi State fan. He has sparked a, a question regarding the Stetson Bennett as well, which is more absurd. Danny and Dusty on the fan. You have done that. 
Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app in 1080. The fan. All right, we were talking earlier about Stetson Bennett. He will not be eligible for the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. That's insane. Because he wasn't a first-team All-American, which is wild. But when I was here in Mississippi State, uh, the super fan, go off. And we will post it, at Danny and Dusty on social media. Uh, we will post that video of the Mississippi State fan going off on the College Football Playoff Committee. Um, but I was thinking, as, as I was watching him pout in front of his television, that Mike Leach also ineligible for the College Football Playoff. <laughs> Or College Football Hall of Fame. Because of the winning percentage, Because right? he's not, he didn't win 60% of he's his games. He's 59.3, if I remember right. If he had, like, one more winning season, he would have gotten over that 60% threshold. And we're talking about a guy who took over Texas Tech, Washington State, and Mississippi State. It's not like this guy was walking into Ohio State, USC, and Georgia. No, he took over programs that were down on their luck and kind of in the dumps, and he made them into winners relatively quickly. And he is ineligible for the College Football Hall of Fame because he didn't win 60% of his games. And Stetson Bennett, not eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame because he wasn't a first-team All-American. Forget the fact he won back-to-back national titles, won four MVPs in four college football playoff games that he played in. Won a JUCO national title as well. No, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. All of those things, and being a legend at Georgia. I mean, it's it's insane that, again, David Pollock was a fantastic college linebacker. Fantastic. Three-time All-American. He's their only three-time All-American at Georgia. Think about that for a second. Wow. They said that during the broadcast last night, and I went, you're kidding. He's huh. Georgia's only three-time All-American? But then I started thinking about it. If you're a three-time All-American, you probably went to the NFL in, on the second All-American. Yeah, yeah, you're a freshman and you were an All-American right away, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. That is that is wild. Right? Huh. It's, uh, I, I started to dig into it. It's actually a short list around the country of three-time, of three-time All- All-Americans. I would I would imagine so. Because guys don't stick around and take some time to play, to get on the field. It just it's one or the other. Either you get good enough to where you go to the NFL a year early and mm-hmm. you don't get that third year, or it takes you a little while to develop, and yeah. maybe and you get two. Wow. But it, like again, a guy like David Pollock, who was a was a phenomenal college football player. Yeah. He will be a college football Hall of Famer. Yeah. And Stetson Bennett, a two time. Starting quarterback champion, MVP of title games, is not going to. Yep, nope. You got that right. That's bonkers. We we have got to. <sighs> Hall of Fame eligibility needs to be more like porn. You know it when you see it. That's true. I'm with you on that. It, I'm, it I'm genuinely that. does. Yeah, because last night what Stetson Bennett did was football porn. Yeah, and that that I, when you said well, last night, I thought you were going to go a totally different way. I thought you said no. last night when I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, <laughs> let me tell you. No, it was like that in, in Mike Leach, he changed the game of football forever. You, again, the, the line that I had the other day. Like both of those two things are, it's crazy to think about this year. 
in this season. Mm-hmm. One, a tragedy. One, an incredible story. A success story. Um, and it is neither one of them are going to be in the Hall of Fame. I like, but that is to they'll be remembered in their own different ways. But think this is what I this is what I use. This is my roundabout way, reasoning for Hall of Fame eligibility. Can you tell the story without them? You cannot tell a story of college football without Stetson Bennett. You cannot do that without no. Mike Leach. No, you're here. Because the story is the first team to win back-to-back national titles in the college football playoff era was the University of Georgia Bulldogs. How about them dogs? How about them dogs? Uh, little side note as well. Um, I was asked this question. I had no idea. So I was forced to look it up because my wife goes, you're the sports guy. This didn't have anything to do with sports. Did you know that all 10 of the Uggas are all related? Oh, they're, same, they're the same bloodline, huh? S- same blood bloodline. They it are is the South. They are, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they actually just changed. Uga Ten is brand new, and they're cha- they changed it uh, this year. They used to go with the l- ones lowest to the ground and the widest. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and again, ones, it's the South. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> those ones tend to be more unhealthy. Yeah. So in the litter, they chose one that was taller this time. Mm. So hopefully, Ugga will and not, not as pure white will not die tomorrow. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's all from a, the dog. The first time Ugga came around in 1956, and they used to be the goats, the Georgia goats, which I thought was awesome. I mean, <laughs> and then they changed <laughs> that. That that makes more sense. Yeah. Then they changed that to a dog in like 1890-something. And then they, they added the bulldog in 1956. Somebody was like, hey, here's a dog. And they said, this is our mascot now. And one family's been taking care of him. And so the bloodline is straight descendants from Ugga 1 all the way to Ugga 10. So in case you Much like many other that, family trees in the South. Is there yeah. another conference that has multiple teams with the same mascot? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> popped in my head. <laughs> I think it, I think it's, I think it's I time got, to break. I didn't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Come on, you're the sports guy. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming that we do at some point have <laughs> a couple wildcats, a couple <laughs> cougars, maybe somewhere. This doesn't. Bear. Bear would be the one I would go with. Bear? <laughs> well, you got the Bruin and the Golden Bears yeah. here, which, but that's not like just the Bull- Mississippi State Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Yeah. And then the Georgia Bulldogs. This doesn't, this doesn't play over radio, but when Dusty said good question, <laughs> Rust is sitting there staring at us through the glass, like waiting for it to drop. It wasn't yeah. like it, we both, we all just kind of looked down and kept going. Rust is like, uh huh. <laughs> you, you, you got anything? Good question, dumbass. Got a little bit of a nod out of him, like, come on, come on, and, and nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't I don't know how to answer your question. Uh, okay, hey, I will give you this. Conference USA. And you guys will not guess which mascot it is. That's actually upset of the year, what the, what the one conference that has overlapping mascots actually is. Um, because it's the Owls. <laughs> You have the Florida Atlantic Owls and the Rice, Rice. Owls in the Conference USA. Yeah. So, yes, Jeff, yeah. 
See, that wasn't a dumb question. He said it was a good question. <laughs> I said it was a good question. I just I couldn't answer it for you, and I I I have no I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands at this point. <laughs> oh, here's a texture. The new Big Twelve, BYU and Houston. <clears throat> yeah, that doesn't exist yet, though. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Great point, dumbass. Uh, that's really funny, though. I'm glad we went there. <laughs> I'm glad we went there. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's get to hour number three of this. Oh, wait. The SEC has two. Missouri and Auburn. The Tigers. And... Georgia and Mississippi State. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. And LSU. They have a triple. No conference has that. Mm. I guess it means more in football, not in mascots. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like the South, keeping it in the family. Mm. There's been four of those jokes made in this (laughs) one segment, and I just want to make it clear to all of our Southern listeners, one from me. It was me. Over here. This guy. (laughs) Also... If you want to know, three from, from Danny. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add four here because that was what I was going to say. Is that is that guy taking time from you know keeping his family tree line straight <laughs> to have this rant? All right, <laughs> you heathens. One shallow gene pool. Hey, uh, okay, so, it's a puddle. How, how much? Okay, uh, uh, Blazers next. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 